by recalling. I've been searching for the answer if the disease of cancer should really be associated with the concept of deaths for a long time, and I have found hope. Several years ago, accidentally or not, I came across with the work of Dr. Reich Geert Hammer, a German physician, I'm going to talk about him and his findings in short later, and his name led me to recall healing. And here, fortunately, I'm not the only one who senses hope. And this is what my podcast is about. I'm Andrea Judith Surlusch, a first-year student in the MA program at the Faculty of Psychology of Babesboja University in Cluj-Napoca, Romania. And I'm glad to share this information with you. Is it really a miracle? Or can we recover from cancer? I'm glad to share with you what I have found. Dr. Antonio Jimenez is the founder and chief medical officer of the Hope for Cancer Treatment Center's Tijuana in Cancun. I have found his writing as of September 27, 219, entitled Recall Healing and Cancer, a Healer's Perspective, and I would like to get you to know about it. Maybe you can gain some hope from it if you or some of your relatives or friends have been diagnosed by cancer or at least you will get information about a different perspective of cancer regarded by most people as a fatal disease. But is it really the truth? So, let's get started. First, I will talk about Dr. Jimena's experience with recall healing. Then I will highlight the importance of the trauma and how the triad works. After it, I will say a few words about Dr. Hammer's biological laws of cancer. And finally, I will talk about how Dr. Jimenez uses the recall healing as a process towards healing, the so-called miracle. In his more than 25 years of serving cancer patients and seeing miracles unfold, Dr. Jimenez has been asked the incredulous question more times than he could possibly count. Doctor, are you saying that emotions can cause cancer? And his unwavering answer has always been, yes, they can. This concept leaves so many of us wide-eyed. Why? Because proponents of evidence-based medicine have their own perspective of what counts as evidence and somehow emotions don't make their list. Yet, we all know that thoughts become things. They can become the difference between action and inaction, success and failure, health and disease, or even life and death. They can certainly drive change. But would it be a stretch to think that our thoughts could cause cancer? And even if they could, how would we measure their impact? And more importantly, undo their damage? Now, let's talk about Dr. Jimenez's experience with recall healing. A few years ago, Dr. Jimenez sat in a classroom with these precise questions cantering through his head. Through a process called recall healing, his teacher 
helped him discover how his mother's controlling influence had woven itself into the fabric of his life to the detriment of his other close relationships. As his teacher's newfound awareness helped him let go of that baggage, his right big toe surprised him by painfully swelling to twice its size. As he found out the next day, the right big toe happens to be related to mother-related conflicts. That day, he personally experienced how mental conflicts are connected to downstream biological manifestations. Once he truly let go of that emotion, he personally experienced an amazing improvement in his physical, mental and emotional quality of life, as well as in his interpersonal relationships. He also saw the tremendous value in using this technique in treating other physical and psychological illnesses, including cancer. More than two decades ago, he laid out seven key principles of cancer therapy that have been the cornerstone of his treatment philosophy. Pivotal among them is the principle of emotional and spiritual integrity. Over the years, he has trained thousands of cancer patients to identify their buried, harmful emotions that silently trigger the disease. Recall healing has become a valuable tool in this endeavor. In Dr. Jimenez's experience, simply identifying these emotional triggers resolves 90% of diseases and 100% of aggravation from existing ones. It's a simple process, but it takes work, time and faith, says Dr. Jimenez. And now let's see how trauma and the triad work. To understand how emotions can cause cancer, we need to first understand that the core building block of our body is not matter, but energy. Energetic information exchange happens throughout our being across the body-mind-spirit interfaces and is responsible for change, both good and bad. Recall healing conceptualizes the human being as a triad consisting of the psyche, the automatic brain, and the body. The psyche is our mind, the processor of our thoughts and beliefs, our conceptualizer of religion and education, and the connector to our spirit. The automatic brain is the control center that runs the entire body with the one primary purpose, ensuring survival. It takes inputs from the psyche which it interprets as actionable truths. The body is a complex organization of billions of specialized cells, each working for the benefits of the whole. It takes comments from the automatic brain. Are we curious to know how cancer evolves in this step? When the brain deals with the traumatic isolating event, it dampens the massive impulse by diverting it to the sympathetic nervous system a pathway designed with a simple mission of keeping us alive. However, if not resolved, this traumatic memory continues to trigger signals that cause disinfections in our autoregulatory systems, resulting in cancer or other chronic diseases. And here comes Dr. Hammer's theory and his biological laws of cancer.
So let's see Dr. Hammer's theory. After being diagnosed with testicular cancer following the traumatic murder of his son, Dr. Reich Geard Hammer, a German physician, traced the traumatic pasts of thousands of cancer patients to find some astonishing correlations which he summarized in five biological laws. While mired in, in controversy, many of Dr. Hammer's thoughts are consistent with the concepts of bioregulation, including the emerging field of psychoneuroendocrine immunology. Hammer's concepts extend beyond the ideas of psychological and behavioral response. His laws give substance to the relevance of biological conflicts in disease and the importance of methods like recall healing in training patients to identify their conflicts and truly let them go. Dr. Hammer passed away in 2017, but left behind a rich legacy of information that challenges our way of thinking about disease and its root causes. In a simplified summary, Dr. Hammer's laws state the following. One, the origin of any cancer can be traced back to a Dirk Hammer syndrome, an acute, dramatic, unanticipated, isolating experience that simultaneously affects the psyche, brain and body. 2. These felt experiences imprint themselves as biological conflicts in the brain that predictably correspond to specific locations in the body. 3. Cancer evolves through two distinct phases the conflict active and healing phases. The conflict active phase corresponds to an unresolved conflict and is characterized by an overactive sympathetic nervous system. It results in a cold disease, elevated stress and anxiety and sleep disorders. Resolving the conflict ushers the healing phase, which is dominated by the parasympathetic nervous system. This phase can trigger a healing crisis which can put the patient at an elevated risk, especially if healing from advanced stages of cancer. A patient must pass through both these phases to completely heal. 4. Microbes are leveraged beneficially through the healing phase to assist in recovery from the disease. The reduction of symbiotically beneficial microbes can be detrimental to the healing process. 5. The two phases are part of a natural program designed to bypass the body's normal functioning with the purpose of healing from emergencies. When we understand that disease is fundamentally a survival mechanism, we can focus our energy on the cause rather than simply treating the symptoms. However, finding the triggering emotion is not easy. Just like icebergs remain mostly hidden underwater, an estimated 90% of our emotions stay hidden from our conscious brain and yet send strong signals to our body that can alter our biological fate. To find these emotions, we must look sometimes as far back as our time of birth and beyond. We cannot ignore thoughts that are passed down through generations and live deeply and unconsciously rooted in our being. It takes effort to identify these emotional triggers and understand their consequences.
Finally, let me talk about the process of recall healing. Recall healing provides a different way of understanding health, disease, and life. It tells us that disease has meaning, showing us externally what, unbeknownst to us, exists in the depths of our being. It helps us understand that illness is a program that the brain switches on under extreme stress to protect us, but keeps us on to our detriment. Reaching inwards and becoming aware of the conflict gives us the power to turn off that switch. Our awareness becomes our healer. Now, let's see how to uncover our hidden traumas. As experienced emotional healers, we have to become like the great detective Sherlock Holmes. Traumas leave clues in the symptoms we observe that we can study using deductive reasoning. For example, if someone has bladder cancer, there is a very high probability that their emotional triggers are related to either territorial issues or cash flow situations. This knowledge helps us ask the right questions to bring relevant memories to awareness. Awareness can be enough to induce a cathartic unraveling that starts the healing process. There is irony in the law of attraction that we are often magnetized to relationships and events that have caused us pain and trauma in the past, simply because we are unaware. Those patterns provide significant clues to the seeds of trauma feeding cancer. As emotional healers, we also take a deep look at the time the patient is told they have cancer. This is a traumatic episode that can deeply aggravate an already stressful situation. It can suddenly shift the patient's perspective of life where they now stand bare, dreams shattered, with a foot in the grave. Repairing this insult is of great importance to the process of recovery. The conflict sometimes exists embedded deep in the recesses of an embryonic memory, developing a timeline that traces history back to up to three generations can sometimes be necessary to understand the source and nature of an existing biological conflict. It's an arduous process of self-discovery, but extremely worthwhile. Why is it worthwhile? Because our body knows how to heal. Once the trauma is brought to awareness, most of the work is done. We don't need to know how to fix the problem. We simply must bring it to awareness so that the body's healing mechanisms can take over. In Dr. Jimenez's experience, about 60% cases can be resolved simply by identifying the conflict. What is the most surprising fact that the conflict doesn't need to disappear, it just needs to be let go. While buried emotions never die, we can render them to toothless simply by becoming aware of them. The process is simple. Know it, claim it, dump it. By knowing the cause, it gives us the ability to claim power over it and let it go. If there are people to blame, there is a definite power in forgiveness. But that does not equate to letting it go. Forgive and forget equates to a false pardon because we never truly forget. We must let go for ourselves, not for others. But how? Well, embrace truth as cool lies. The wounds in our emotional body are carefully protected by our denial of their existence. We must face the lies 
we tell ourselves because they cloud our ability to see things the way they truly are as opposed to how we want to see them. Look at your wounds truthfully in that introspection. You will find healing. What else do we have to do? Find a new purpose of our life. Dr. Jimenez has experienced that very often patients set their minds on beating cancer, a process that unknowingly keeps them focused on the trauma that caused it. He advises them to instead invest their thoughts and energies to redefining the direction of their life. Nobody heals because they want to heal. They heal because they become deeply attached to a bigger purpose. Removing a trauma without repurposing your life will simply result in a rebound of the same problem because it was never gone in the first place. Dr. Jimenez even shares one of his cases with us in his writing. It's an example of a vibrant young 40-year-old lady, Minnie, who he met at a conference. Her positive, infectious energy didn't for a moment betray the fact that she was harboring metastatic breast cancer that had spread to most of her body except her brain. She spoke to Dr. Jimenez about her three young children, the motivation that gave her the desire to live. Her year-long dedication to her alternative healing paths without chemo, surgery or radiation had already paid impressive dividends. During the course of a year, the metastasis in her liver and lungs had completely disappeared. However, Dr. Jimenez knew that there was more that could and needed to be done. Minnie's cancer started in her right breast, which is connected to male conflict. When Dr. Jimenez questioned her about any issues with male relationships in her life, he wasn't surprised when she broke down in tears. She shared her deepest hurt, that she had never heard the words I love you from her otherwise supportive and well-meaning father, which had left a deep, unmet void in her life. Among these tears, she found the strength to let go of the conflict and focus on the real purpose of her life. Dr. Jimenez encounters this type of cathartic release quite often during his conversations with patients. It's an important step to dislodge the emotional anchors holding back the healing process. I completely agree with Dr. Jimenez that the idea of recall healing is not to trivialize the corporeal reality of the disease. In fact, it's the very opposite. By understanding the role of emotions, we add a dimensionality that completes the picture of the challenge we face and the pathway to resolve it. We stop floating in a sea of misunderstood symptoms and find our way to the real source of the malaise.